Hello, friends. Hello, friends. We're back for this week's Bible study. And I've combined this week's and last week's because I was going to split them up. But I've combined this week's and last week's Bible study into one Bible study. And we're going to go into the Christmas and the meaning of Christmas and Christ's birth. But while many people start with Luke chapter 2 and if anybody who is anybody remembers the peanuts and that famous epilogue that Linus did on Luke chapter 2 But it didn't start in Luke chapter 2. Because as we see, as we're going to see here in a second, God had planned for everything to be just how it was supposed to be. And He equipped everyone for that purpose and we'll see that we'll see that starting in Luke chapter 1 and why you said well Scott why are you starting in Luke chapter 1 because we can't go into Luke chapter 2 and talk about the birth of Christ without talking about first the forerunner of Christ which is John the Baptist because they were both connected and connected not only in the lineage of the line of David which was prophesied from the Old Testament but they were also connected as from the same family. Because as we'll see, and it, I read it and reread it and read it before, read it several times. But there is something in Luke chapter 1 that hit me like a ton of bricks when I read it and I've read it several times and this time when I read it it hit me like a ton of bricks 
And if you hear little children, my my six-year-old is getting ready for bed. Um, but let's get started. And before that, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this evening. Lord, we thank you for this Christmas season. And we thank you for the meaning of Christmas. And the meaning of Christmas is there would be no Christmas without Christ. Lord, we ask that you be with that one watching and be with that one rewatching. Lord, as we go into this, and it's going to be, we're going to dive deep. We're going to dive deep into this. And Lord, we just ask that you be with us, go with us, let us hear what you've got to say, and let us read what, what you have to for us to read in your word and Lord let it be a light unto let it be a light unto what people may see for this Christmas season that the real meaning of Christmas is the Lord Jesus Christ and the true gift of Christmas was the Lord Jesus Christ though it may have happened Many, 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 many months ago, oh, before Christmas, there's speculation, Lord. The, the, let us not forget the meaning of Christmas is you. And the reason we celebrate Christmas is you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us start in Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself, if we himself will give you a sign, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 9, 6-7 For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever 
the Lord of the the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. But Micah chapter five verse two through five. But you Bethlehem Ephraim, I though you are little among thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, who's going forth from of old, from everlasting. Therefore he shall give the up until the time that she who is in labor has given birth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall abide. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. And this one shall be peace. When Syria come, when the Assyrian comes into the land, and when he treads in our palaces, then we will rise against him seven shepherds and eight, eight princely men. Those were the Old Testament prophecies foretelling the coming of Christ. Now we jump down to Luke. And this is where we're going to get into some reading. So bear with me and read with me um, as we start Luke chapter 1. In as much as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which have been fulfilled among us, just as those who have, who from the beginning were our witnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us. It seems good to me also having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write to you the orderly account, most excellent Theopolis, that you may certainly, you may not, that you may know the certainty of those things in which you were instructed. 
There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Ahijah. His wife was a daughter, was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all of the commands and ordinances of the Lord blameless. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of people and the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. The then the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel of but the angel said to him do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife will be will bear a son and his and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall never and shall neither drink and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He and this is what hit me so hard. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. Now let me stop here for just a second. And I know we're, 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 we've got a long way to go. And I appreciate that one watching. And I appreciate you watching, re-watching. But let me... Let me stop here for just a second.
Father God, in his infinite wisdom, heard Zacharias, who was a Levite priest, Zacharias and Elizabeth had been praying for a son for many years, many, many years, since they were old in age. And the angel of the Lord came to them, came to him, and he said, you're going to have a son. But not only are you going to have a son, he's not going to be, he's not going to be one to drink. And he's going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. From his mother's womb. When I read that, it blew me away. I've read this story. This is not a story. This account of what actually happened. I've read this account many, many times. I love Luke and I love Acts. I, I probably read Luke and Acts multiple times a year. But I never I read over that John the Baptist was empowered by the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb. God equips us for the ministry He gives us so that His glory can be shown. Let me say that again. God equips us so that we can do His work and He empowers us to do his work so we can so others will see his glory through us and when I told this to, to my wife as she was sitting beside me when I was doing some of the Bible study for this. She said, wait, what? This is way before the, the devil ascended on Jesus. This is way before 
Bin gekocht. It's cause God equips us. And when he calls us to do his work, he equips us to do it. And as we'll see as we continue reading, this was or this was not just by happenstance. John is said to be John the Baptist is said to be the forerunner of Jesus and he was. He, I love John because he didn't miss words and he preached in the wilderness and he was a rugged guy. But when I read that, I'm like, no, no wonder. But let's continue. Luke one sixteen. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the disobedient to the to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, "How shall I know this? For I am old." For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold! You will be mute and not be able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their own time. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned to them and remained speechless. So it was as 
So it was as soon as the days of his service were completed that he departed to his own house. Now after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived and she hid herself five months saying thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name is Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Let me stop right here for just one second. First of all, when Zacharias was told, he's, the angel Gabriel told him, the angel of the Lord, which we know is the angel Gabriel, told him, he said, because you don't believe, you're going to be mute to all the, till he's born, basically. And because of your unbelief, that's why you're going to be mute. You're not going to be able to speak. First of all, they were, they were, they were shocked. He was shocked. But in, in that, he said, you pray and you pray. And you pray, and you, you've continued to pray, and being a couple in Israel, in that time, if you were barren, it wasn't looked upon favorably. And they prayed and they prayed for, for a son. And they finally got the, the Father God finally heard them and Father God knew they were gonna have a, a son. But I think he, he ministered to Zacharias's heart because he said, you, "What you don't believe? You prayed, but you don't believe. 
Well, because you don't believe, I'm still going to give it to you, but you're going to be me. And then, and we find out that he is me, me until he's born. But not only that, the angel Gabriel then goes to Mary and, and says, you're going to have, you're going to have a son and his name is going to be called Manuel. And, but she was to be betrothed to Joseph of the house of David. Now, 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 here, here is where all this is connected. It's still the house of David. And John the Baptist is of the house of David. Zacharias and Elizabeth were, were of the house of David. And on the sixth month, in the sixth month, um, the, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to, to Galilee named Nazareth. I mean, if you can't see this coming together and the, it's just exciting to me. Even before we get to chapter 2. And continuing with verse 28. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. The angel said, do not, said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call him his name Jesus. He was, he will be great and he will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and the kingdom there will be and of excuse me and of his kingdom there will be no end then Mary said to the angel how can this be since I do not know 
a man. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, disconnects Jesus and, and John the Baptist. Now, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. She was six months pregnant. When, when Mary was told she was gonna be with child. For with God nothing is impossible. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the countryside with haste to the city to us, hey, of Judea, and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby wept in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. When John the Baptist heard Mary's greeting, John the Baptist wept in Mary's womb. And when she, when she felt him leap, she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of the Lord shall come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of the greeting, the, for indeed, 
as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the baby leapt in my womb for joy. Blessed is he, excuse me, blessed is she who believed, for there will be fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant, for behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arms. He has scattered the proud in the migration of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from the thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. He spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to the seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her house. Now Elizabeth's time came for her to deliver and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives had heard how the Lord shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eightieth day they came to circumcise the child and they would have called him by his name of his father Zacharias. His mother said no. He shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who called, who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father what he 
would have what he would have him called and he asked for a writing tablet and wrote his name is John so they marveled immediately his mouth was opened this is Zacharias Zacharias's mouth was opened and his tongue was and he began and he spoke praising God then fear came on all who dwelt around them and all these things were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea and all those who heard them kept them in their hearts saying what kind of child will this be and the hand of the Lord was with him now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied saying blessed is the Lord God of Israel for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us the house of his servant David as he spoke by the mouth of the holy prophets who have been since the world began that we shall be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and remember his holy covenant the the oath which he swore our father Abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of the enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life and our child will be called the prophet of the highest for you will go before the face of the Lord and prepare his way to acknowledge to give to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins
through the tender mercy of God with which the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to those who, who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. So the child grew up and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Now, I know that was a long scripture, and I know we're a little bit over our, our, our normal time, but I wanted to read all that to say this. The Lord God... will never call you to do something without equipping you. And we see in, in this one chapter of Luke the start of redemption. I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed. Redeemed. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. It wasn't a coincidence. It wasn't by happenstance. It wasn't. It was by God the Father and God's power alone that this happened. And I say that to say this. If God can use these people God can use you if you only come to him and ask for forgiveness of your sins and repent and ask him to be Lord of your life You know, it's always great. I, I get, I love the verse where, where it talks about when Mary 
greets Elizabeth. And John weeps in Elizabeth's womb. Because he's excited because he's full of the Holy Spirit. And when he weeps, Elizabeth becomes full of the Holy Spirit. But not only that, Zacharias, when John's named, because the Andrew Gabriel said his name is going to be John. And they said, but, but, but you don't have anybody in your family named John. His name's going to be John. And when that happened, he instantly, Zacharias instantly was able to speak again. God can do anything. As Mary said in verse 37 of Luke chapter 1, Nothing is impossible. And I've stopped putting limits on what God can do in my life because I'm seeing firsthand that the impossible can be made possible through the Lord Jesus Christ. And you may say, well, that's great and all, but, but, you know, why didn't you shorten it? Because if I had shortened it, and only done Luke chapter 2. We would have missed the blessing of Luke chapter 1. It's just like. If, 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 if I don't read Genesis. But I stop before I get to Revelations. I don't get the full picture. So, in order to get the full picture of the dynamic, we have to start with Luke chapter 1. We can't just go to Luke chapter 2. Because God, God had a plan, and God has a plan for you, and God has a plan for me. We just have to move out of the way and let the Lord Jesus have His will and His way, and say, Lord, I'm here, send me. We love you, 
We will be coming to you next Friday. We will have a special Christmas Eve live with the whole family. And we will be reading Luke chapter 2. I hope you've enjoyed it. We've only gone about 20 minutes over our normal time. So, I, I hope, and I hope the Lord is, has spoken to you through this. And I hope if you weren't able to catch the first part, I hope you'll go back and listen to the first part. But let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you for your your presence. We thank you that you equip us through the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we thank you for showing us the impossible is possible. Nothing is impossible with God. And the impossible is possible through the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask that you be with that one. And if they don't know you, that they will come to know you. And Lord, that they will ask for forgiveness of their sins and for you to come into their life and be Lord of their life and repent of their sins. Lord, we ask that you be with that one watching now and that one re-watching and Lord, speak to their heart. Let them hear what you have them to hear and read what you have them to read. Lord Jesus, we ask that you be with them until next appointed time in Jesus name Amen thank you so much I I thoroughly enjoyed this Bible study we will see you next Friday Merry Christmas and remember without Christ Christmas would be a mess <laughs>